Is everyone comfortable? Yep. Is everyone ready? Yeah. Free promotion for Starbucks. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So welcome to the Half Sweet Podcast. I'm your host, Annie. And on today's podcast, we have some social media content creators. Yeah. How about everyone just goes around and, you know, give your little elevator pitch. Elevator pitch. Yeah, sell yourself. All right. <laughs> I guess I'll go first. Um, okay. So I'm Sandy. Hi. Um, I'm a content creator on TikTok and Instagram mainly by day and then entrepreneur by night. I'm a startup founder of a tech company right now. But yeah, I guess that's like a one-liner. Nice. Yeah. I'm sold. Wow, that was a fancy one-liner. Yeah. <laughs> so I wake up at t- uh, 10 every day. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> Me too, actually. I wake up at 10. I wake up at 5 a.m. and get started. No, no, no. Okay, well, um, my name is Andre. I'm also a content creator, but part-time, I guess you can say. Uh, Mostly on TikTok and on Instagram. Trying to start out YouTube as well. But my main job is actually being an English teacher here in Taiwan. So, Okay, uh, for me, I'm not actually a content creator yet. You are. I'm I'm a content creator, but I'm not full-time or part-time. Aren't you part-time? If you do it, it's like part of the time. <laughs> you can say that, but I would say I'm like I just started a few like, like maybe four or five months ago. Which means you're a content creator. I am a content creator, <laughs> but um, I don't know. I can't live. Um, I I don't earn much money. Well, neither do I. <laughs> but, uh, I you would say I'm a YouTuber, mm-hmm. um, mostly a YouTuber, mm-hmm. uh, and also I try to start with uh, TikTok right now, and also Instagram. A lot of Instagram. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, but it's going to be more. Like I'm, I'm just starting <laughs> right now. Yeah, you're doing a lot of content. Like it's pretty crazy. So my name is Annie, and this is my podcast. And I do content creation part time, and then I also do a little bit of teaching, like Andre. Um, my background's in marketing, and I don't know. I'm just kind of like bumbling around and trying different things and seeing how they go. So that's why we're doing this podcast because I think it's fun. So. Yeah, so the one thing that we do have in common is that we all create content on social media. And that is basically what this entire podcast is going to be about today. But I don't necessarily want to just talk about numbers and getting clout on social media. (laughs) (laughs) Instead, I kind of want to dive a little deeper today. So my first question for the day is, how many Sugar Daddy DMs are you getting on a weekly basis? I wish I had a lot more. <laughs> Me too, actually. Me too. Really? Y'all aren't getting any? No. Really? Okay, I'm like, Do you? I'm making my money. <laughs> oh, my oh God. I mean, I get, like, weird email. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, oh, what's your monthly allowance? But I feel like those are scams. Like, not actually, like, a proposal. Uh, I'm yeah. still waiting for that type of proposal. You're waiting for the real, <laughs> like, like, the yeah. real proposal. <laughs> I'm not going to settle. You can, like, send them to me and I'll test them out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> true, true. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. Currently zero, though, to that answer that question. <sighs> Shoot, okay, I'll send mine over. I'm just kidding. <laughs> my, my edgy handle is Andre R. Carrillo. <laughs> Ooh, very nice. Oh, Self-plug. nice plug. <laughs> and you, Adrian? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he is the sugar daddy. Oh, <laughs> I think we as guys, Andre and I, we usually don't get that many. Well, sugar mommy. Mm. There aren't any sugar mommies. <laughs> you never know. Hit me up. <laughs> I mean, what's happening over here? <laughs> I have loans to pay off. <laughs> fair, fair. Good point. Good point. <laughs> the things we have to do. All right. Actually, okay. Well, we'll actually get into the real questions. You know, I didn't want to send you guys that question. Okay. You can't prepare for these kinds of things. All right. You guys wanted the list of questions, but I was like, wait a second. The shock <laughs> I c- factor. Yeah. I can't yeah. give you everything. <laughs> all right. So the first question is, 
what motivates you to be a content creator on social media opposed to just solely a consumer? Anyone can answer first. Okay, actually for me, I just really like to be um, famous. <laughs> that, that's like, that's my Valid. goal. Yeah. Like I know, um, like I like people to know me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like for example, yesterday I was in Jofen and uh, actually two people recognized me. And I'm, I'm like, I don't know if you guys know me, but I got like 12K on YouTube right now and Instagram and, and TikTok is... And 12K within like four or five months. That's pretty oh, good. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, right? Especially but with YouTube. Yeah, YouTube's yeah. hard. Like people don't usually recognize me, but yesterday um, in Jofen, two people wanted to make a picture, with, uh, to take a picture with me. I was like... Oh, this this feels kind of good, you know. <laughs> yeah, like people <laughs> people recognize you on the street and want to take pictures, it's, and that that's really um, that's what what I want. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it's because you know you put a lot of effort and time into your YouTube yeah. channel, so it's 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 like your art. So yeah. when people recognize like the art and the effort that you're putting out there, I think it feels nice. Yeah. That it's like wow. And it's also yeah. it's also pretty nice to see, get like your creative touch in your videos. Mm-hmm. Like I know a lot of people let. Um, mm. They have some editors mm-hmm. for their videos, but I like I, I really like editing it by myself mm-hmm. because you get like your own creative touch in it. Same, and yeah. It, that's pretty nice, I think. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. All right, someone else want to touch um, on the topic? Sure, I'll go. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I was really into like YouTube and also Vine when that was a thing, <laughs> like mm. back in high school. Um, and for me, at least, I like to make videos to, or I like to make content because think i just like to make it because i like to make it and i also like to make it as a way to kind of because i try to make a good range of like maybe travel content but then maybe like humorous but more specifically for travel content it's kind of like my own diary per se and like i can look back at the videos and kind of reminisce like oh that was so fun right so that was originally what i was doing before uh the videos were all just like kind of for myself of like oh i really like to have something to see um, and actually, I think I know exactly where the inspiration came from. My parents used to make like these photo slideshows of our vacations. Oh. <laughs> and so then I would like kind of do it with my dad. And so I started to kind of get into that of like, oh, maybe like recording as well, and, like videos like that would be even better and kind of like show them with my family. But then, you know, people started noticing on social media as well. And then with and then TikTok came around. And then I don't know, I just, I'm like addicted to TikTok and I <laughs> thought the things were funny. So I was like, oh, I'm funny, maybe. <laughs> so um, I don't know. I also enjoy making people laugh. Yeah. So you are quite funny. What I, Lol, yeah, why? <laughs> I just have a quick follow up question. When did you get onto TikTok? I started TikTok uh, during the pandemic, when the pandemic same, started. Yeah. Same. It's like when everything is like start taking off, especially in the US as well. Yeah. Everything was just like so fast. But I feel like so now it's still pretty growable, just less, less hype. You know, yeah. like back then you can grow super fast with one TikTok go viral. Yeah. And then you can like. It's up. more competitive. Yeah, nowadays. for sure. Yeah. I yeah. Actually, I did TikTok in Austria. Like I am from Austria. And I did TikTok in 2019, I think. Okay. Mm. Um, so that was quite early yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh, and yeah i also like it grew pretty fast oh at that wow. time but i did it in german like german comedy mm-hmm. and i couldn't like it wasn't really the things i wanted to do Got so it. then I, I quit after a few months but it went pretty good for like those few months but right now i don't know it's I like a little harder it's now. harder right yeah it's yeah. more like it's way more competition it's more saturated yeah. Yeah. yeah and i i've actually read an article they say that on tiktok 
the t- employee actually have a heating system. So if the TikTok employee. I've seen this, that. Right. Yeah. And if they scroll on TikTok, if they light a certain creator, they can heat your content. Heat? And your, what do you so mean? So like heat, heat based, like a little button that like they just press on uh-huh. and they boost up your content oh, for you. Okay. So that's like, okay. So oh, it just teaches us that, okay, TikTok is an algorithm, <clears> but then also it's also there's some human element that we don't know about. Oh, a bias. Yeah, for sure. Oh. I think so. Um, but obviously, you still have to be creating great content. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Like if someone behind it, I'm going to fix this mic. What were we just talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Inspiration. Actually, yeah, just like oh, no, you're talking about yeah. the heat scene. <laughs> the yeah. Heat like yeah. If someone just like in the behind the scenes or in the TikTok offices, I guess, if they really liked your video, I guess. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. it's like the golden buzzer of like America's Got Talent. They're like, that's a great video. Oh my God, and yeah. then it's just going to mm-hmm. send everywhere. So it's kind of hard maybe (laughs) i don't know but i feel like that surprise element also makes tiktok kind of exciting because like you feel like you can pop off anytime yeah and like you can be the next alex earl or like or whatever it is Mm -hmm. um so i guess like that's where it comes from but i feel like it also really depends on what you blow up on on tiktok because like in the past like i have had tiktoks that blew up but it's like, do I want to keep on making this kind of content? You know, mm. sometimes the things that you want to blow up doesn't blow up and the things that you don't really care about blow up and you're like, okay, well, what do I do now? You know, do yeah. I have to do this forever? Is this my forever niche. career? You yeah. know? Yeah, my yep. forever niche. So I, yep. yeah, it is a little bit difficult. Um, but yeah, I've definitely ventured a little bit more into, I guess, like YouTube, like longer form content. But I do find TikTok very enjoyable as well, for sure. Why do you make content? <laughs> Did you answer the question? Oh, I <laughs> yeah. So for me, like Andre, I've also been on you know social media for a really long time, especially watching YouTube. And when I was younger, I was also I don't know, I was really into like TV shows and movies, and I loved like hearing storylines. And obviously, YouTube was probably the closest thing to just a regular person making stories and creating content so for myself I would say that it's my love for storytelling and desire to improve my storytelling and that is why I enjoy creating content on social media I like to say things (laughs) and it's nice in the sense to obviously like when you're saying something or when you're creating something you want someone to listen obviously so you have to create good content so I feel like that's the motivating factor for me is like you know what's the best most valuable kind of content or story I can tell and how much value can I add to another person's life simply by you know being where I am and I feel like social media is such a great you know it has so many great platforms because you can reach so many people from simply just being in your room so yeah and that's why she made this podcast so she can talk more (laughs) exactly I also like to talk I can tell more stories so this one time basically this boy I'm I'm just kidding um have you answered yeah, have you oh, yeah. yeah. So I, I keep sidetracking. Yeah. No, that's okay. It's totally <laughs> um, fine. Yeah. So I went on social media. I felt like there wasn't a place for me on Instagram at that time because I was followed by most of my friends and family, but I have these creative juice that I wanted to talk about. And at that time, I was really passionate about business, like e-commerce and how to start something as a young entrepreneur. But I thought it was so cringy to do it on Instagram. So I just <laughs> did it on TikTok <laughs> and I opened a TikTok that no one's know, no one followed me. I was like, yeah. thank God. Um, and it just started working. And I don't talk about it enough. I don't talk about it on Instagram until like maybe six months after when I see some type of result. Mm-hmm. But I've grow up watching YouTube as well. I think mm-hmm. our generation grew up watching a lot of YouTube. Mm-hmm. And because of that, that, that sparks a lot of our like different career path and like passions. Mm-hmm. And that's also why I wanted to start content creation as well. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. Everyone ready for round two? Yes. 
Sure. Very <laughs> good. All right. So my next question is, how did you get over the fear of posting on social media? Because I feel like a lot of people deal with that, and that's what prevents them from posting online. I didn't. <laughs> 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 like, for me, I still have that fear because I'm I'm pretty new. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say you just have to post. So you just have to have to start somewhere. Mm, you know, yeah. like just just start posting. And I know the the first few videos will be bad and will be maybe a little bit cringe for you afterwards if you watch them again. But um, for me, I would say just start. Yeah, that's a really like good that, point. That's the only that's the only thing <laughs> I would I would say. Like yeah. just just upload something. Yeah, I love that advice because I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, I'm, I have the script out, I have to do so much planning, and that actually stop you and hinder you from actually posting. Mm. So I I really love like the way that Mr. Beast put it, like your first 100 content on YouTube or like anything, it's not going to be great. And it's so true because looking back at 2020, my TikTok, I want to vomit. And <laughs> like, I actually, I'm like, can yeah. I like, private those? Yeah, <laughs> like I, I'm like, and TikTok is still pushing those out. I'm yeah. like, bro, like, stop <laughs> doing that. Like, I don't yeah. want people to TikTok. is just like, promote. Yeah. I know. I'm like, bro, like, what's going on? But no, I completely agree. I think that there's it, it, there's no way other than just posting it. But I know it's easier said than done. So rather than doing that, if you feel fear of judgment, like I did, why I did is start a new account and no one knows what I'm doing. So you can be yourself freely then. Um, that's a great way. Or just block off the people that you think is going to be a hater. And that works too. Yeah. I lost so many friends because of that. Really? Hell cares. Oh, you swear on this podcast? <laughs> I mean, like <laughs> you can sure. always bleep it out. So just okay. you know, do whatever you want. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Wait, so you actually lost friends oh, from... Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I definitely do. And then I, I just like... Mm, why? Why I do you think... I think that it doesn't, if if it's intimidating, Mm. like you're moving forward and, and not a lot of people are interested or care about what you're doing. And that's fine. I think they're that that's great because I don't want your energy and you don't want my energy. Then let's go a separate way. And Mm. I'd rather not have you see your content as well. Like you don't want to see my content then I will help you. I'll unfold. Yeah. Yeah. Make it easy for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's actually what, helped me the most like starting mm-hmm. everything new a new instagram new tiktok new youtube channel mm-hmm. um that helped a lot like uh, because i know all of the um, people in my hometown t- in my hometown t- all of the people in my hometown would like be hey that's so cringe look at oh, him really? you know like yeah. like they will look at this hey, he's trying to mm-hmm. be like an influencer or i don't know and they will be like ah oh. oh, that, that's so cringe and th- like i know they will talk behind my back so starting mm. everything new helped me a lot. But do they know now that you're doing yeah. content creation? Well, I you're successful yeah. now, so like now yeah, it's so okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Now it's, yeah. Like, it's always now like, like the beginning. Exactly, yeah. which is like kind of shitty. Yeah. I think it's just like for the beginning, as soon as you like reach, I don't know, 10K or 100K, yeah. it's like more like, ah, yeah, I, I always knew. Like I always knew mm. he he, he going to be successful, you know. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, actually. In the beginning, it's like, always this like cringe influencing yeah. tiktoker yeah. youtuber i had to go through that phase actually because i didn't create a new instagram when i started doing social media mm-hmm. i created a youtube channel and didn't tell anyone about it until mm-hmm. you know a video blew up but for instagram i just started posting you know my little fashion pics i was like more private it. right like, no it's fully public and I started like going for it. Like I just started like posting on oh, really? my to my close friends and I did, you know, eventually, you know, 
words travel, I started to hear things about people I knew, friends of friends, saying, oh, why is Annie, like, posting? Why is Annie doing this? So I had to, like, deal with that. I was literally like, this is awkward. Then, you know, (laughs) you wee out the friends that's not, like, you know, great to take That's true, yeah. And I I think also, two people, I, I, I don't know, I just... Some of them were also good friends that I would hear about. Mm. But eventually, you know, you make friends that, like you said, like are on the same energy and they're doing the same thing. And then you can feel a lot more comfortable and confident, you know, doing what you want to do, you know, because honestly, like, who cares? Like, do what you want to do. I feel like the outsider here because I don't think I actually ever feared (laughs) from the beginning posting. But I think it's just because all of my family is already on social media. Really? Like from the beginning, like they've all had like Facebook and stuff. And then they always be posting everybody's business on it anyway. (laughs) And so it's kind of just always like out there like especially yeah with my family everything would always just be posted um and i was kind of like one of the later ones like in my family to actually have like an instagram and stuff like that and so because i was already used to the way maybe they were posting like parts of our life online it was just kind of easy for me um i mean to be fair obviously in the beginning things were more privated and just like for my family um but then at that time you know some more of my friends started to like have instagrams and stuff as well and I had a few friends in high school who were doing pretty well on Instagram and stuff. And so I think maybe it's just like a competitive side to me as well. But I was like, ooh, maybe, ooh, that's all, ooh you're getting followers. <laughs> are, are we talking right now about the, like posting pictures on just posting just like private pictures or is like, like anything public the, the point just where you said like, oh, now I want to be like. No, it's just more, more like the professional. F- f- no, it's just talking about the fear in the sense because I was just like, saying like. Like in general posting, because I think we all post like pictures on our instagram for example like m- um, more on the private side you know like um i mean just in general when you decide that you want to start posting content like more publicly like, yeah more like publicly for you want to develop mm-hmm. an audience at okay. that point what yeah. was you know holding you back from doing that because obviously yeah we are, we're all posting photos regular yeah. photos but i feel like the regular personal photos that you post on instagram for example is different from if you want to post you know audience for a you know, content for an audience. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think I, th- I actually think the fear came after I started posting. Oh. Cause I did post, um, when vine was a thing, I posted a couple of vines and then I didn't think anything about it until like, I got like a hate comment. It was like the first hate comment. <laughs> I did. was like upset about it at first. It was, what was, it was like, it was something like, Oh, you have no life. You loser or something like that. <laughs> I was like, obviously me, I'm like what? 14 years old, 15. Yeah. I was like, so mm. like, oh, someone's calling me like, but then i like kind of transitioned out of that mindset into me i was like hey i got a high comment like i'm going somewhere (laughs) you're og og i mean i didn't reach any like i didn't have that many followers on vine but that's when i just yeah i was like started on vine so but i feel like making content creator friends always help Mm. because like they when you they start posting it kind of give you the boost of confidence be like yeah oh well they did it like might as well let's do it together Mm -hmm. so like having a group of like people and community to hype you up it's also a big like get over the hump type thing yeah i think that's one of the most important things is if you want to start posting on social media you need to put yourself in an environment that other people are also posting because you can do it on yourself and that's totally fine but it is a little bit lonesome you know i think it's definitely you know good to find some other people that are doing the same thing next question have you guys ever encountered any clout chasers can you define (laughs) clout chaser someone who (laughs) wants okay maybe not a clout chaser but someone who wants to be your friend or someone who wants to associate with you and you start to get the feeling it's because they want to gain a following. 
Is that any different from wanting to collaborate with someone? Okay, I was just thinking about that right <laughs> now. Because I personally don't, like, care. I think it's, like, very chill. And the thing that I care about is, like, does the person want to put the effort into creating content? Because the moment I see a person wanting, you know, to develop an audience, you know, create their own audience, I'm all for it. I know how hard it was yeah. to begin. Because when I started, I didn't start off doing content creation with anyone. It was just by myself in my own room. But some things I have heard in the past from just like associating with other, you know, content creators is like this kind of fear of people want to be your friends because you're doing social media. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Because it's like if you have a feeling that they are into content creation. I think, I don't know. I feel like I have a good vibe. Like with, um, I mean, I just met you. But with you too, <laughs> like I knew you guys made content um, and were like into that as well. And of course me being someone who already makes content, it didn't feel like that to me. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, they just want that clout. <laughs> like it was clout. like a similar. I mean, I mean we're also, also not that big of an influencer, you know. It's not that, that we get like it. <laughs> like 20k if we yeah, do a video yeah. together like maybe yeah, a yeah but i mean like we'll it's yeah it's still a little different than just like someone i don't know to me it just felt like it's kind of like in general if you're meeting someone with like a mutual interest mm. you know then it might make it easier to yeah. vibe with them but i don't think i've ever had anybody that they just like wanted i don't know it's hard to define because i feel like most people who would be quote-unquote klaus chaser then what you can say that i'm doing the same thing because it's like a mutual collaboration and we're kind of feeding yeah. off of each other's content and i brought you guys all here actually today to steal all yeah so audience. she's a cloud chaser <laughs> 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 i'm gonna steal them all for this half sweet podcast all right we only reached just 100 <laughs> subscribers on youtube yeah. so yeah. everyone awesome. here you know sandy andre adrian all your guys's audience all right they're coming on over here <laughs> but I, I haven't encountered any cloud chaser gladly i don't Okay. Oh, so I'm very antisocial. Oh, so okay. like maybe that's also why. <laughs> you're antisocial by your social media like, content. Okay, yeah. that's the thing. I feel like I can talk to camera uh -huh. because they're not human. <laughs> like, it's like not I a can, real person. Yeah, like I'm like, okay, I can talk to that. But yeah. then in person, I'm like more like reserved in a way. But no, I only have friends that I really want to push them to social media, mm -hmm. but I don't want to push them too hard because it has to be their decision. But oh. I just know social media can really change your life. So you see potential in yeah. like people that you associate with. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But I also don't want to do it too hard because when I first started out, I saw the growth and I'm like, guys, do it with me. Like this can be mm. like huge. Yeah. But then I feel like, okay, that's too much. So I started to reel back in. If you guys want help, I'm here as a resource. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like the social media community that I have encountered here in Taiwan is very positive. I think that, you know, there are some places where it is a little bit like, oh, you know, this person's copying me, this person's clutching. So I have encountered some places like that. But I, I feel like in... I think it's more yeah. positive yeah, maybe than US. where we come from. I think so. <laughs> like I th Europe or like yeah. America. And I think also just like the fact that like, you know, we are all, we know how hard it is. You know, so that's why it's kind of like when you see someone else creating content, it's like, good for you. Yeah. But you know what I'm struggling with right now? Like the humor uh, of like Asia or Taiwan, oh. especially. Like, I don't know. I think my humor is pretty different or like in the humor in general in Europe is pretty different than yeah. what people find it funny is. here. You know, mm -hmm. like, uh, for example, a lot of like sarcasm and ironic things. I think the people don't really get, get here it. because sometimes like it's Chinese? hard to translate. It's so hard to translate. Oh, really? Yeah, or like yeah. When, I, when I do it in English or because uh, for my subtitles, a Taiwanese friend helps me, then I'm explaining to him like um, that it's not like... It's, it's not that serious. Yeah, it's <laughs> not that serious, you know, and then yeah. he uh, helps me tr translate it a little bit. But still, I think like people 
don't get, get it, it that much or maybe don't use it that much here. Oh, I see. Um, and that's like basically my humor. It's sarcasm. <laughs> like all, yeah, it's mm. just full of sarcasm and like ironic uh, things. And that's pretty hard for me to like... Adjust to. Yeah, adjust to the, the, the humor here. Yeah. And but I'm also pretty new, so I, I mm. have to like get in um, the more... The I have a quick follow-up question. It just like your contents, are you targeting specifically Taiwanese yeah. audience? Okay, like Taiwan gotcha. or Chinese speaking. Like my Chinese is really bad, but mm. I try to talk Chinese in my mm. videos. But yeah, it's basically targeted for the Taiwanese or like Got it. Mandarin why, speaking community. If I could ask, like, and mm. also like all of you as well, like wh who's uh, your main audience base, mm. um, and like why are you targeting them? Because like I'm, I'm. Like, curious yeah. like why not in europe because like influencing market is like bigger there yeah. like collaborations money is bigger there as well why? A, a lot exactly. bigger <laughs> i don't i don't really know I, I just i'm i'm also half taiwanese if you guys don't know um like i'm i was born in austria but i'm like half german half taiwanese and so i always wanted to learn like fluent chinese and i always wanted to be kind of famous or like a youtuber and then i was like maybe i can combine those two and just start with uh, youtube here and then when i came here actually um like five months ago uh, my first video kind of blew up like i got 350k on youtube and then i got like six, six seven k um subscribers in like three days wow. so that's when i was like mm, maybe maybe this can work out you know gave me like a kickstart you know mm. like i came here first video blew up kind of blew up and this gave me like a big motivation to keep going. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like at 12K, I think. Um, yeah, so you already yeah, have an audience established. I yeah, I still have a, a small audience established. And even like, um, I see that there are like people who are like really interested in me as a person, like like not just in the, in the video because you do some kind of funny stuff, like seeing more and more people be interested in what I do or my opinion on things, you know, that's, that's pretty cool, I think. I think I relate to him um, on a lot of things. But, uh, I do love the attention as well. It's basically what he's saying. <laughs> 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 it's basically what he's saying. I love you that. Just you just like, you just say no, it. I love the attention. attention. I love it. <laughs> I'm an Enneagram three. If you don't know anything about the Enneagram, basically threes are attention whores. Oh, really? <laughs> I learned to deal with it. It's fine. <laughs> um, everyone's going to hate me for this. Anyways, um, no, I think. Uh, the part that I relate to in terms of like audience specifically is kind of like it's circumstantial and like the establishment of the audience was kind of already placed because I mostly started. Yeah, I mean, like you could say I started a long time ago with like Vine and like little YouTube videos here and there. But I wasn't that was like all just for me and like my family and stuff. Right. Um, but then when I came to Taiwan, that's when I started to, I guess, take it more seriously, like content creation back when the pandemic started. And considering how TikTok works, I don't know if it has changed. Uh, but TikTok has like a like a location lock thingy, right? Per se, yeah. like when you first post videos, um, it'll be boosted to a certain geographical location depending on where you are, right? And so, of course, I'm in Taiwan. I'm starting in Taiwan. The majority of my videos are going to go directly to a Taiwanese for you page at first, like anyone within this region. And of course, then it starts to get pushed out differently or like to other places. And so, because I was creating TikToks like content in Taiwan, then just consequently, my audience was. Taiwanese or Chinese speaking and so because that was already kind of established for me then now my main audience is like a Taiwanese audience or just a Chinese speaking audience in general not just Chinese speaking but maybe those who are learning Chinese um, a bilingual audience or just people who are interested in like Chinese Taiwanese culture uh, but that's kind of like why that's my audience and my target audience but what audience do you want to target like is it the same audience or would you rather like to have like a only English speaking 
because I saw a lot of a lot of your videos are actually in English and also your YouTube videos. Oh no, now you changed it, right? The like last few videos, I like half in Chinese, more half Chinese. Half Chinese. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think for me, I mean. It's kind of hard to say because yeah, the majority of my audience is primarily Chinese speaking, but I would like to eventually have a reach that's more international. Um, but that's why I always add bilingual subtitles to all of my videos. Um, and that's why I say, I guess more so specifically, my main audience would be, again, more bilingual speaking or an audience who is interested in Chinese culture, um, the, the language. And that's why I add both subtitles because I have been getting a lot of different like my analytics or whatever, like, yeah, the majority of it's in Taiwan, but it's only like 64 something percent like Taiwanese. Mm -hmm. The rest are like people from other countries like Malaysia or Singapore and even the States. But for me, I'm just assuming that perhaps those people, those people are people who are interested in learning Chinese or interested right. in like Taiwanese culture. Mm, yeah. yeah, I would say it's like 95% Taiwanese. Really? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's high, high. Yeah. Wow. But that's like also the audience I want to target. Okay, so that's, that's, pretty, yeah. that's, that's pretty good. good. Yeah. Just uh -huh. the age is a little bit, <laughs> a little bit high. Oh. <laughs> Your age is high? The, yeah. the age? Like what? Audience, really? That is you have surprising. no sugar daddies or sugar mamas? Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> okay. question was for you, Adrian. Expecting DMs coming after. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's actually, it's, it's pretty high. I would say like 40 plus. And most of them are like 35 plus. Wow, uh, that's good for old. you. Like that's like that's well. actually perfect because brands for actually pays a lot more yeah. for higher age audience because they have bigger spending power. So yeah. that, that's, that's good true. for you. But mm -hmm. th yeah. they don't like, they don't fanboy that much, you know? Mm, like they, yeah. they, don't, they don't come up to you, hey, can we take a picture, you know? I mean, He's low key, they probably want to. He likes <laughs> yeah. the attention. Yeah, they want to, they just yeah. don't That's what I said why I started. Like, I really like when people um, recognize me, like yeah. that's, that's just, I just love that. I mean, it does feel like, nice. I remember the first time it happened to me and I was like, oh, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was also generally nice. It was like, you know, talking to yeah, them. And it get, it gets more and more, you know, like huh. it starts once or twice and then it, it gets more and more. Mm -hmm. It's um, quite motivating for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's really motivating. Um, a lot of people see me on the street and then they text me on Instagram. Because yeah. they're afraid maybe that's not you and then they're going to yeah. get embarrassed. So like, wait, yeah. okay. Oh, Got you it. can just, Talk to me. You can <laughs> just ask for my photo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just ask me. Go on. I already um, got my signature prepared for you. <laughs> and your guys' audience? Oh, um, for myself, my audience right now, the, the audience that I'm targeting, obviously, is like women, majority women. I do obviously have some like men and everything. But um, yeah, I don't really speak that much Chinese and I don't speak Chinese in my content. So an English-based demographic for sure. And I'm very much looking to target a very international audience. Right now, I'm about, I'm actually only 15% Taiwanese audience because I feel like a lot of people in mm -hmm. Taiwan, they can, you know, a lot of them are usually going to be looking for content creators that are speaking Chinese and English. Mm -hmm. And I'm primarily just speaking English. So the other 85% is just all over in the random parts of the world. Who knows? I don't know. Honolulu, who knows? <laughs> um, so yeah, so I guess that's my target audience and I definitely want to stay within women. If I get a video that too many men watch, I delete the video. Oh, oh really? I nice. do. Just because yeah. it just messes with my stats a little bit, mm -hmm. slightly. And if, yeah, yeah if, if the I age, agree. if the, I, I'm, I'm okay with men. Men are great. I just, <laughs> I like my audience to be primarily girly. women. But it's also yeah. like your content is more It's girly. Yeah, yeah. My, my content's more girly. Oh, it's more yeah. focused on women. So I feel like if I am getting a completely wildly different audience like demographic i feel like i'm i'm like oops i just did not make the right type of content yeah. like i messed up i'm the one who mm -hmm. didn't you know read the room very well so yeah what about you sandy 
I'm actually in the same boat with you because I was in Boston when I create content. So I was there for a year and a half, and then I moved back to Taiwan a year ago. Um, and then, so most of my audience are U.S. based, so that's why I never speak Chinese on my platform because like most of them are international. But um, on TikTok, my audience like sixty percent like U.S. and then other than that like scatter around. But my Instagram is like weird. Only like thirty percent is. U.S. base, but then all of them afterward is like Morocco. Morocco. <laughs> like, I know, I know. Or like Brazil, Morocco. For real, like London I'm like, where does this come from? So I'm actually not sure about Instagram. What's going on? But yeah. I can get TikTok because TikTok, if you want to target in um, U.S. based audience. Switch to the SIM card, so I never change oh. out my SIM card um, in US. So I have two phone, Taiwanese phone and a English phone, and I film everything and post everything on my US phone. So I never got like Taiwanese for you page. I just go. That's really smart. Yeah. That makes sense because when I visited the states like in the past five years, um, I was going with a Taiwanese SIM card. And so at first I thought like, oh, if I post content here, is my audience going to be able to see it? But it, like it still was like totally fine. But now that you talk about it, I was like, oh, maybe it's because I actually had a Taiwanese SIM <laughs> yeah. card. So then maybe that's why it's still like maintained. Like mm. it still was on Taiwanese for you page. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's, yeah. Pre- that's a pretty good tip, I think. Maybe yeah. I have to buy a SIM card. You can also <laughs> like do two. You have two channel and like you do bilingual, right? And you yeah. do bilingual. You no. no. So <laughs> we, we, no. we couldn't, but you can have two and post two different accounts, one target US and one target Taiwan. Mm. You have same <coughs> cut piece of content targeting two audience going yeah. two different channels. Yeah. Mm, that's a good tip. I know, right? When you told me about that before, I was like, dang it, I should have brought my other phone mm-hmm. like in Canada. And so I was like so hesitant to post on TikTok because I thought it was only going to go to like just a Taiwanese based <laughs> audience, which would be fine and everything. But I just, you know, it wouldn't have reached that much since I don't speak, you know, mm-hmm. Chinese in my content. But then as I started posting for somehow, I, I don't know what happened. I was able to get on like a, <clears throat> that's great. a wider audience but i actually don't really know what happened you know tiktok you know weird yeah weird adrian was about to ask a question uh, without the camera being filmed tisk oh. tisk okay you ready yeah yeah <laughs> how uh sandy when did you actually start like making content like yeah. when did you start i officially started um june of 2020 like early because my birthday is on may 23rd and i remember on my birthday i was like i want to make social media my thing and <laughs> do and then after like a week after i started a new account and i was like you know what i'm just gonna post three to five pieces of contents on tiktok every single day and I every did day? every day. I did wow. that for six months. No rest. Wait, was this in oh. Taiwan? In US. Oh, in US. Oh, okay. So 2020, like mid pandemic, I had nothing to do. So like I was like posting every single day. I blew up within three months. I grew from zero to 100K. And then six months I grew from zero to 250 and then stagnant after that. But because I burned out because <laughs> like that's yeah. too much. Yeah. Um, and I would never recommend anyone doing like that much of content right now. But it did get you where you are right yeah, now. It's, it's so would it you is. recommend it? <laughs> I still wouldn't because okay. I feel like that tip would be suitable for like in 2020. But I think now contents are more focused on long form quality storytelling rather than short trendy type things. Mm. Definitely have shifted the content like social media landscape for sure. I see. Does that answer your question? Yes. Okay. I just wanted to know when you... <laughs> <laughs> <So> 2020s. <laughs> Sorry, I should have just said Tundrai and... <laughs> no, it's good. I love no, the... Yeah. Yeah. We're here for the stories. That's what we're here for. And also, I think um, right now, yeah, as you said, like long-form content 
gets more important again, mm-hmm. like it was uh, back in the day. It mm-hmm. was important when we were then, watching YouTube. Yeah, when we were watching YouTube, it was like only long form content, and then yeah. it, like TikTok, Instagram yeah. Reels, and that stuff came, and then it's uh, it's sw- it's switched to like only short form content for like a few years. Mm-hmm. That's when you started actually, like 2019, yeah, 20, yeah. 21. Uh, and I feel I also feel like now it's changing more to like long form content, mm-hmm. and but you can use. Uh, TikTok and like short form content for um, getting a bigger audience or like yeah. getting more attention yeah. on your long form content. Like a trailer. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's like um, because you you really, as you said, like you can go viral with just one video mm-hmm. and then you can reach a lot of people really quick, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I feel like it's really important to be doing both. Like a little, you know, yeah. it's hard to do both for sure because, you know, you can get burned down really easily. But I feel like the short form is really good for promoting your long form. And then the long yeah. form is where the quality comes in and you can actually, you know, um, get some... Keep your Loyalty, yeah, yeah, of lo- your audience. Loyalty. But it's just harder to create and it takes more time. And I don't know how you guys do it, but for me, it's like I really struggle because I feel like I don't have, like, my day is too short for creating yeah, all of that, you know? Same. Because I edit... It, it takes me a really long time to edit my YouTube videos. And then, like, Instagram and TikTok content is, like, Instagram Reel and TikTok content Reel is a little bit different, you know, like the videos that go viral on, on Instagram Reels doesn't have to go necessarily viral on TikTok um, too. So for me, it's like kind of hard to create all of that, like to create one one TikTok or Reel a day, edit the YouTube video, um, upload the YouTube video, Instagram pictures, you know, yeah. create yeah. all of that in, in a day. Yeah, and also learning like Chinese and oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, and also trying to pay rent, you know. Oh my yeah, like, god! Yes, yeah. like, for me, I, I, don't, I don't make enough money to pay my rent with that. So that's like more. I have to do that in my free time, and then I have to go to work, go to the gym, like do sports, uh, learn Chinese, and so it's like much. so so much in a yeah. day. Right. I don't know. It's a lot of balancing going on. Yeah, and uh, this, this is a good segue actually because one of the things that I want to talk about is. Well, right now you're a full-time content creator. Is that correct? Yes. Full-time content creator. And are you at a point right now where you can solely just focus on content creation? Like, do you have to have side gigs where, you know, to help pay with bills or rent? Or is this something that you are fully able to be sustainable off of at this moment? If you don't mind answering. Yeah, of course. Um, I I love pay transparency because I think that creator economy is like so big and people don't know what to charge and stuff like that. Mm. And yes, I, I can definitely live solely off full-time content creation, but I don't only have one stream of income in content creation because I strongly believe that it's impossible if you only rely on brand deals because it's so up and down. One mm. month you can get like $500, the other month you can get 30K, you never know. And brands take forever to pay you. So you need to do affiliates, digital products, something that's more well-rounded. So you're not only depending on one type of thing. Um, and I also don't know if content creation is a career that's like super long lasting. So I'm also building a tech company on the side because I could, right? I have the following, I could funnel that to an actual business that can be longevity wise. Mm-hmm. That's really smart. Yeah, I also agree. I feel like you cannot just do content creation. Like you could, but it's like, how long is that going to last exactly. for? Yeah. You know, you have to be creative, think of other things and, you know, other methods to make money like this podcast. So if you want to donate, <laughs> I'll set up an account. Sponsor, <laughs> guys, yeah. sponsor. Yeah. We're, sponsor using Sno- yeah. Yeah. We're using yeah. Sony, by the way. And Rode. Rode mics. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I thrifted this from Valley Village. Valley Village. <laughs> <laughs> Hit us up. 
yeah. Um, but yeah, that's also what I uh, what I think. Like, it's uh, doing like YouTube, TikTok is nice for getting an audience, but then you can use that audience to build something bigger. You know, yep. that's also my long term plan for the future. To like, first of all, get an audience. You know, but then use the audience to build something else sustainable like more sustainable i don't know a business or something i mean you you never know you know we live off youtube if youtube goes down oh yeah you don't have a job it's like you goodbye know? and what if <laughs> yeah, tiktok get take down yeah, like, like our page band. could get banned yeah, yeah. it's it's like it's over yeah like we, we don't have any control over that exactly know? like yeah. that's the thing and for especially like if you do more mm. um more diff like if you do instagram uh tiktok and youtube it's very unlikely that all three of those go down. Imagine. But, you know, if <laughs> yeah. you're just a YouTuber, only doing only YouTube, and then, I don't know, something happens with YouTube, yeah. um, then you're basically... Yeah. You yeah. <laughs> beep. Yeah, yeah. Be you're beeped. <laughs> um, That's fair, yeah. What would you guys say for you is the most difficult thing about being a content creator? I think for me, it, it's definitely like what you were saying. It's kind of like balance of time. Because, again, my main job, my only job in terms of like where I get a source of income is teaching. That's why I came to Taiwan was for teaching. Um, and so kind of trying to balance that out. Honestly, I feel like, I mean, yeah, I'm not making any money right now, like a consistent income from my social media, but I still consider it like a part-time job because like literally when I'm not teaching, I'm just thinking about, Oh, what to make next or like what content can I like, mm -hmm. push out there and stuff. Like my mind's constantly thinking about what else I can like produce um, when I'm not teaching. And so uh, it's hard because I work maybe like almost up to like 20 hours a week like teaching hours and then on top of that you know like office hours and stuff like that and that's like all in the afternoons like if you're an English teacher in Taiwan you usually work in the afternoons um if you work for a cram school and so like I only really have like the mornings but of course I want to sleep in <laughs> but I really only have like the mornings to edit things and or like late into the night um and so it's like trying to find a good balance of like my schedule right of like also wanting to you know maintain like fr uh, friendships relationships at the same time finding time to eat, <laughs> you know, and stuff like that has been really difficult because again, I would love to be able to have the opportunity and the privilege to like transition full time to content creation where I'm just like working on like brand deals and stuff like that, et cetera. Um, but because that's currently not like where I'm at, um, the difficulty now is just like balancing out time to one create. I'm like, I'm not a one person show because I have people like helping with subtitles and other stuff like that. Um, but at the same time, like I'm out there filming it like on my own and then I'm like, kind of creating a vision for what I want to make. I'm putting all the videos together. Um, and then I do like a rough draft of all of the <coughs> subtitles. And then I have somebody help me edit all of them. And so it's like, it's hard to be consistent, I think, with posting. Because I, ideally, it'd be like, oh, I post every single Sunday, like on YouTube. And then every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, like on TikTok. But well, sometimes I can't obviously demand someone to help me you know, for yep. subtitles, you know, like, oh, sorry, like, you know, they have, they have a life as well, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm not like hiring them. They're just doing it because they want to help, which is really nice. I'm very thankful. Um, and so I think the difficulty is like kind of being consistent with like a posting schedule um, and also just finding time to edit and then also finding time to eat, just do my life, you know, I think that's kind of funny because um, like people would assume content creation is like so easy. You just post a video a day. But for me, I, I would say if you say like full time, if I'm a full time creator, I would I would kind of say yes, because I spent like more than a full-time job on content right, creation, yeah. mm -hmm. but yeah. I don't get paid like a full-time <laughs> right? job, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so you better um, go up to him and ask for his photos. He's really <laughs> yeah. and all please, this work please. for you. <laughs> um, but that's what like, I think most people don't really realize how much um, work and effort 
like you putting out into that it, much yeah. content is yeah. really like how Very much typical. effort it is. Yeah, really. but I also feel like full time content creation is glorified because okay, my fault partly as well because I promote that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, <laughs> I do do that sometimes, but I feel like it's glorified because. I, I have so much more of admiration for people that have a night of eye and content creation because it's insane how much work you need to be mm. doing. And on top of that, if you're working a night of five, you have a more consistent income. So whatever you earn on content creation is kind of your side hustle gig wise. Yeah. And that's kind of what we preach, having multiple streams of income. So if you couldn't have a stable income, like don't quit your night of five. Please <laughs> yeah, don't. Oh, I did yeah. that. <laughs> Oh my god! Yikes. Well, if you want to go full in, <laughs> yeah. good Please for you out. too. <laughs> okay, I take pictures. I, I quit my job in Austria, and <laughs> then I, I I moved here without like like I got some savings, but yeah. I got like right now I got no income except like a little bit from like YouTube or collaborations or like mm. modeling stuff, but not like really. Um, monthly income like it really depends yeah it um, really depends on brand deals so yeah, that's budget. what i did i quit my job and then wow. i moved to another this is your plan a there's no plan b it's not plan a it's just plan but if you like blindly believe it honestly i feel like if you believe it enough it's gonna happen yeah, and mark my I word mean, i feel like he's gonna it's gonna happen for him it's already happening it's already happening yeah, yeah. i have to make it <laughs> yeah that's fair that's a good mindset though i think yeah. like, i think that's the kind of mindset that also i think make it also exactly. i think if you have really have a plan b that you really can rely on maybe you rely on that too much yeah, and you, you know try hard it's, enough. it's always yeah if it doesn't work out yeah a few videos doesn't uh it doesn't do good you know and then you say ah i still have my plan b you yeah. know and if you only have a plan <laughs> You, you only have like, <laughs> oh, they didn't, they didn't do good. Yeah, now I have to put out more, better videos, m more quality. I don't know. What can I improve, you know? Mm -hmm. That's what I, what I saw. And even um, right now, if videos don't go viral, I, it's, it's kind of hard, but I try to go like um, to learn from it. Um, what can I do better? Like, how can I improve, you know? And I think that's, it's all about that. Like, yeah. post, just keep on posting videos and then try to improve with every video. And sooner or later, it will work out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's very, very good advice, actually. I should scratch all my plan Bs, plan Cs, plans FD. If you have to, like, for me, I'm pretty lucky that I have, like, um, some savings and I can yeah. live here. Like, I don't have, um, I think I can live here for the next year without getting income. That's and that's, oh. like, a pretty long time for starting with all of that, you know. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't have, like, any stress or... So you got one year yeah, to okay, make it. Okay, <laughs> you, one year. We're like, gonna come back. Yeah, like that. It's one like year and see what. Put some pressure on. Adrian. Okay, no, okay, no, it's uh, actually. You better pressure. be at one mil. One year? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think one year is. Um, Time's ticking. It's enough. Yeah, it should be enough. All right, so I this is very unfortunate, but actually we are times up. And oh, we, we have go, three, mo three more minutes. Uh, we have to be out of here by 11.30, unfortunately. This is really fun though. It always feels so short. Like every time I yeah. film these yeah. things, it feels so short. So if you guys like this episode, let me know and we can film a part two, social media part two with the social media gang, you know? But I just want to say thank you very much for coming onto this podcast. Thank you, Sandy. Thank you, Andre. Thank you, Adrian. I think you guys Thanks are all really cool. Us. Absolutely, yeah. I love other content creators. I also love my other friends too, but I love <laughs> content creators as well because I am also very inspired by seeing other people create content. So you guys are awesome. Great. Thanks, Annie. Yay. Thank and you. thanks everyone thanks, for watching. Andy. Love you. Thank you. Bye.